Hey, podcast listeners, this is Paul. We're really excited. We're going to be out at the Diesel Nationals event at XDP in New Jersey, September 17th. And we'll be over at the XDP Open House there in Wall Township, New Jersey, on September 18th. Stop by the booth, talk to Bob Peterson and myself. We'd love to hear from all our podcast listeners. The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for listening. This is Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Boss. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. Danny, great episodes, twin turbo LML DPF on with Matt and Austin. Yep, from Diesel Tech. That's right. If you listeners have not checked that one out yet, make sure you go and download it. There's awesome stuff to come with a 2015 twin turbo emissions intact truck. I'm so excited for that. Twin overstock kit. Absolutely. And then also we just had the mechanical mule. Um, make sure everybody checks that episode out. And the future episode here would be uh, Kyle Michael of the Climax Pull Truck. Yeah. We're also going to do Truck Buyer's Guide 2.0 and soon to come or just release Smarty MM3 tuning. Uh, really excited for that. VP trucks are going crazy, Danny. Oh, man. The um, phone lines have been blowing up. People are asking if you have a 1998 and a half to newer. Um, in the future, not in the long future, in the near future, we're going to have tuning available for you guys. Absolutely. For more information on that, make sure you check out the Diesel Tuners blog. Just search dieseltunersblog.com. Uh, you'll find all the articles that I've written about our MM3 tuning and project. You can request more information there. Today is the day, though, Danny. Whew. That's we right. Have? We got the monster truck driver, Dave Redzirez. I butchered your last name, but thank you for joining us, Dave. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Can you give us a correct pronunciation on your name? I am so sorry. Red Zerez. Oh, you said oh, it right. It's close. Yeah. It's close. Yeah. yeah you were bad. close. You were in there. That's the Midwest pronunciation. <laughs> and no doubt. No well, doubt. Dave, at least you always know when a telemarketer is calling because they're going to chop that up and you can just hang up on them. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm with you. <laughs> well, Dave, we are so excited to have you on the show today. You obviously have created a huge spectacle within the diesel performance industry, and we're going to dive into everything about the monster truck and your experience and, and what the future is. But the first thing we'd like to ask our guest, how'd you get started in diesel performance? You know, I come out of a family-run excavating business. Uh, so diesels have been a part of my life since I was born. And it was almost just a natural transition to get into it. You know, I was, I tell a lot of people I was into diesels before diesels were cool. <laughs> before they were turbocharged, right? Absolutely, yeah. I had I had uh, first-gen Dodges and, and a bunch of different stuff, some old Fords and a bunch of stuff, you know. But I've been involved in it pretty heavily since since day one. Since you were in the womb. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, well, tell us about the monster truck build. Well, it's it's a Patrick chassis, uh, which is a cookie-cutter truck to a lot of the big-name trucks. Uh, and we altered it from there to take the diesel engine, which honestly wasn't a whole lot of alteration, seen as how I was starting from scratch. Uh, it's got sheet metal housings in it, F-106 center sections, 20-ton Clark Planetaries, 30-inch Patrick Enterprise uh, nitrogen shocks. Uh, it, it's a well-built truck. It's a very well-built truck. Absolutely. How about the powerhouse, man? Tell me about the motor. It's a it's a twelve valve. Uh, it's got um, all your 
latest and greatest aftermarket parts on it. Uh, we could go on and on. Carrillo, Shy, Hamilton, uh, you know, Hazley Machine, uh, which all, which most all of it's available through XDP. So that's where a lot of the, the, the part store source comes from. But uh, it is, uh, it's got all the goodies on it. How big a turbos do you run on that thing? Is it a single turbo, twin turbo, triple turbo? It, it, it's a twin turbo setup. Um, they, they, these were custom built by for me by BD. Wow. What kind of power is it put into the dirt? It dynoed at fourteen eighty three on motor only, <laughs> and then and then I run a considerable amount of nitrous through it. Yeah. A considerable <laughs> amount of nitrous. There has yeah. never been a sentence that made me more excited. Give me a ballpark. I, I, what are I we have using? I've never dynoed it with the nitrous. So the true the true answer to how much horsepower and nitrous I'm throwing at it, I really couldn't tell you, but I can tell you it's a lot. <laughs> what, what do you spray, like 20 pounds a night, 40 pounds of nitrous? What do you think you burn through? Uh, if I, if in, in one show... I'll use anywhere from 10 to 14 pounds of nitrous. That's a lot. Uh, enough that I had to go to dual 15-pound bottles so I didn't run low. <laughs> <laughs> what a problem to have. <laughs> yeah, a, a lot of it is just how much you're racing, how, how far in the bracket you make it, and then how long you freestyle. So it, it does vary, but, it, but it's usually in the 12-pound range, 13-pound range. Is it a full throttle activation switch? Is it just like a, a momentary switch? What, how is your setup? I got more activation activation switches than you could imagine. I can do it. I can do it manually, momentarily by hand. I can do it. It's always on full throttle, and I also do a half throttle shot. Oh wow! Huh. This thing just lives on spray. I love it. Yeah. Well, it, it depend. It really depends on what I'm doing. Okay. Uh, racing, I pretty much go off of. Uh, a full throttle switch, but I'll bump it into staging with a momentary switch, and I'll use the mid throttle switch in a freestyle when I need that low end get up and go. Okay. All right, cool. How long has this current setup been together? This is its fourth year. Oh wow! Okay, so it's and lasting. It's, it's and it's also its last year at this setup. Oh no! What's happening next? Uh, we got some. We got some stuff going on. I'm not getting away from diesel by any means. Uh, I may, for a few months, put an alcohol motor in it so I can run indoors. Okay. Uh, but immediately, that, that's going to give us time to develop the new engine going into it. It's already developed. I shouldn't say it like that. It'll give us time to test the new engine. Gotcha. Well, you know what? We're definitely going to ask you more about the monster truck circuit and what type of events you're, you're attending right after a quick word from our sponsor. I'm Nick with Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com. I want to tell you about our Duramax Power Packs, the DT530 for the LB7, LLY, and LBZ. These power packs come with all the parts you need to make a safe, reliable 530 horsepower, including our DT750 built transmission. If you want to take your truck to the next level, 650 horsepower or higher, everything you bought in the DT530 power pack will give you the platform to build on, so you won't have to replace anything or spend your money twice. For more information, check out DuramaxTuner.com, click on the truck, and then select a power pack, or call 815-568-7920. 
Again, that's 815-568-7920. Now, back to the podcast. And we're back, Jack. So tell me a little bit about the Monster Truck Event Circuit. What does it consist of? What do you compete in? Well, uh, my my biggest series is the four-wheel and off-road jamborees. Uh, in that series, you know, I'm competing against uh, big-name trucks, such as several Bigfoot trucks, uh, the Dodge-sponsored Hall Brother, big Hemi trucks. Uh, I do a lot of fairs a lot of standalone-only diesel events. So it's a very broad range. I mean, I go from big, you know, 12 monster monster truck shows to three or four to sometimes by myself. So I'm pretty much, you know, I I tell my wife I'm like a bobblehead. Every time somebody asks me to do a show, I just keep shaking my head, yes. <laughs> so to give you an idea, I did 48 shows with my truck last year. Wow. Oh, my God. That's awesome. That's yeah. a lot of nitrous. And then I drove another 22 for other people. Oh, wow. my goodness. What other trucks do yeah. you drive? Uh, I'm, I'm commonly seen in a Bigfoot truck. Oh, okay. Sasquatch. Uh, I drive a lot for Bigfoot. I drive... Um, for Jim Kohler with the Avenger Monster Truck, I drive for him a lot. I drove the Amsoil Shock Therapy Truck. I drove Jimmy Creighton's Bounty Hunter. In fact, I backflipped uh, Jimmy Creighton's two trucks, Iron Outlaw and Bounty Hunter. Did you say backflipped? Yes, sir. That's so cool. Tell us about the backflip in a monster truck. Yeah, how do you set up? And when do you spray? Well, I've landed three in my truck. Uh, Hold on, landed three? How many did you not land? I didn't land any. I I attempted five, and I landed five. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So you haven't missed one yet. Three of them were in my truck. Um, That's quite an experience. Uh, You hit a 15-foot wall, and you get the truck to actually rotate 360 degrees backwards and try to land it on the tires. Just, so it's just a wall. There's no ramp up to it. There's What there is is there is a five-foot-tall ramp, and then it, that, that little ramp leads into three cars stacked on top of each other. So the entire ramp ends up being 15 feet tall. And you drive up that small ramp, and when you hit the cars, you got to throttle into it and drive the back end all the way up the cars, and you'll get it to come around. <laughs> Did you catch that? Why the fuck would you try that? This is so crazy. Why wouldn't you try it? Why wouldn't you try it? The crowd, man. The I, I had no practice. I've never practiced. I've never did anything. I did it at a... All three of the ones in my truck, I did at a four-wheel drive jamboree, and I landed the very first one without practice. Wow. Did you hear that, kids? If you want to be great at something, don't practice, don't think. <laughs> you know, that's kind of true for me. When I put too much thought into it, I start thinking about what I'm really doing. <laughs> I'm speechless. That is so cool. I just I just imagine that there's like 10 guys standing around. First of all, there are 10 guys who own monster trucks, so you're already kind of a crazy bunch of guys. And then one of you is like, wonder if it can do a backflip. And then somebody just jumps in it and just drives up and like, well, here's a wall. Like, <laughs> yep, and that's pretty much how it happens. <laughs> Is there anybody else in the circuit that's uh, doing backflips? Yes, there's been quite a few landed now. Gotcha. Uh, 
over the last year or so, there's been there's been quite a few doing them. Were you the first? No, I was not the first, but I was up there in the beginning. But I was obviously the first to do it with a diesel truck. Well, I'm calling you a trendsetter. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> we, we've had a lot of firsts with that truck. Um, you know, at some of these big events, I, I've, I've, and I mean absolutely no disrespect by any means, and I, I mean this as a compliment to the other teams, but I've beaten, you know, some of the Bigfoot trucks and some of the bigger bigger name trucks and like i said i don't i don't mean that uh with any disrespect because i'm i'm very proud of my truck and myself to a, to be able to do something like that how does your truck stack up against some of these other big big alcohol well-known monster trucks do you do you well like i said i i mean i've beaten them on quite a few occasions you know i i, I can't say that i go out and dominate by any means uh, but any day, it's my day. And, I mean, uh, I made it to the in the four-wheel drive jamborees. I made it to the finals in, in racing against a Bigfoot truck, the brand-new Bigfoot 21. And I lost by half a fender or so, maybe a fender. Um, so it's there. It's in the race. It, it is definitely I, – I can tell you this. When I started this project years ago, I could hear them big alcohol trucks just sitting over there at the line idling. We'd race through the turning part of the course and hit the straightaway, and they could just burp the throttle and pass me. Today, when I line up beside them, I hear them over there holding about 2,500 RPM up on the converter waiting to race because they know I'm trouble. <laughs> they know it's coming. And like I said, I'm, I'm I'm not making the claim that I can dominate by any means, but they know not to mess around when we pull up to the tree because if at any day I can win. That's so cool. Have you ever done this thing and like timed it for like a 300 foot drag? Or I, I can't imagine it would ever make a quarter mile. But any short sprints no, with we, it? We've never really run a, a short distance track with this truck. Um, and it just varies so much, you know, because every car setup is going to be. No, I couldn't answer that for you because every setup's different. Gotcha. Totally understandable. What do you do to the truck and yourself to prepare for a race? Uh, the biggest thing is the truck. I I'm very very comfortable in my truck, and and that's that's been a big part of the achievement because when you comfortable in your truck it's for me to get in that truck it's no different than driving to the hardware store in my pickup it just doesn't bother me much and to have that confidence and that comfortability in the truck makes you much faster right uh, the biggest thing is going over to the truck i mean every single nut and bolt has to be physically checked mm -hmm. before every run like an aircraft what yes how long does that if take? You want, if, if you want it to hold up during the whole next run, you've got to check every nut and bolt. Yep, physically wiggle it, touch it. Yep. I, I tell everybody, any of my crew guys, when they walk by the truck, put your fingers on every bolt you see. Just mm -hmm. touch it because yep. you'll find the loose ones. Do a pre-flight inspection because you're going <laughs> for a backflip, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. How many I guys mean, are on your crew? You know, this truck has seen 25, 30 feet of air underneath it. Holy shit. 
I, I can tell you this. I've jumped school buses uh, long ways, two school buses, side by side, lengthways, with a ramp up the back and a ramp down the front. And I could hit the back of those buses and clear the front by 40, 50 feet. Oh, my God. Man, Evil Knievel ain't got nothing on that. <laughs> How much does that truck weigh? My truck is actually very light for a monster truck. It's, it weighed it weighed 9,400 pounds, and then we added about another 270 before I did the backflips and extra bracing. Oh, so I'm my in the 9,700 range right there. 10,000 pounds floating 30 feet above the ground and then slamming down with you in it. I was going to say, going up isn't the problem. It's the landing that gives you trouble. (laughs) That terra firma. (laughs) So do you, when you land, does it bounce? I mean, do you come back up and like reverb back up or or do the shocks really take all of that? I mean, that's just got to be a massive amount of weight. That was a lot of the problems I had to work out. It did not, it would not hurt you. But it could rebound 30, 40 feet in distance. Oh. Since then, uh, we've been through the shock so much that we got that truck that it very comes off the ground very little on a rebound. It pretty much sticks like a cat. Oh, that's awesome. So, so tell me about the progression of getting into monster trucks. You didn't just go jump in somebody else's monster truck one day. How'd you build up to this point to where you're a professional monster truck driver? Pretty sure that's every listener's dream job. Right? Well, to to get into monster trucks generally, you you have to go to work for somebody and pay your dues. You gotta sweep the floors, tighten the bolts, put the tires on, uh, fuel the trucks, do, do all the the groundwork and you almost have to wait for somebody to quit or retire or get out of it till you find that seat i was not willing to do that (laughs) i was sitting on my couch watching monster jam and wanted they they questioned one of the drivers it was actually tom mentz who drives maximum destruction that i'm i'm now very good friends with but uh they asked him, they said, what would you tell somebody that's just getting into the sport? And he said, just do it. Make it happen. Just do it. Whatever you got to do, do it. So I turned to my wife and I said, I'm building a monster truck. <laughs> and she works. just kind of shrugged it off. Well, I had recently sold, I had a modified tilt body pulling truck, uh, diesel. Right. And I sold that. And we took that money and turned around and got into monster truck racing. And I basically just started booking shows. <laughs> is this the original truck you built? No, no. This is the second version of it. Okay. Tell us about the first version. I had actually bought a truck out of Michigan. It was it had laid in a barn for nine years. After I bought it... <clears throat> we had found out that it was an original grave digger truck. And I brought that truck home. I I, I actually worked a deal out with Hush Power and Flowmaster for a sponsorship. Once I landed that sponsorship, I immediately turned around and bought the truck to fulfill that sponsorship. And we we had 10 days to convert it into a diesel truck and showed up in Bowling Green, Kentucky with it 
uh, it's a diesel. Ten days ran, to convert it? We ran it? that truck for several. I ran it for two years, and then my wife ran it for another year and a half after that before we converted into the new truck. Been, wait a second. It's been sitting in a barn for nine, ten years. You have ten days. It was days. nine years, yep, and we, we drug it out and put it all back together in ten days and, and made it to Bowling Green, Kentucky. I can't balance my goddamn checkbook in ten days. I can't imagine putting that truck together in ten days. you got to be well, kidding me. Well, when you're in monster trucks, trust me, you don't balance a checkbook. You just keep writing and adding money. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that is so crazy. I can't even imagine the stress or basically 10 days without sleeping because all you could do is work and drink water to get the truck done in time and then you showed up well did you get to test drive it before the show to give you an idea we were at a four-wheel drive jamboree recently which happened to i was not doing the jamborees this year and they got so much hate mail for me not being there and people upset that they had to call and invite me to the jamboree (laughs) <laughs> so we went we went racing and Saturday afternoon at three o'clock I broke a back wheel off. The wheel come up into the shocks, broke the shocks off, and I made a few more hits and I drove the back axle up through the chassis. That was at the three o'clock show on Saturday. I called the chassis builder, he said, Get it here Tuesday, we can fix it. Myself and my wife got talking about it and said, we, we can't miss Sunday show. We, we can't wait till Tuesday. So I called in another one of our XDP sponsored trucks, the Rat Rod, who happens to be a welder. Brought him in, and we cut 15 feet of chassis out and welded it back in and uh, made the 3 o'clock show on Sunday. We worked on it for 23 hours straight. <laughs> and I literally, I literally pulled out onto the track with my shoes untied because it's my fire shoes untied because it took. <laughs> that's how close it was because we had we put 15 feet of chassis in it. We had to rebuild four back shocks, uh, fix the broken wheel that was broke off, steer cylinder. I mean, I could go on and on. Drive shaft, it tore everything out of the back of the truck. And you just wanted more, huh? Well, it's it. One is it's the reputation. Two is it's the challenge. Right. So, Paul, you know when you reconcile, and that's a challenge. Just remember the story today. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The next time I'm bitching about a flat tire on the side of the road, I'll try to keep it to myself. <laughs> you don't want to call me and tell me about it. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, Dave, I am so excited to come out to XDP's event coming up here uh, in September. What is that, the 18th and 19th there in New Jersey? Um, You're obviously going to have the truck out at the show and over at the open house for that weekend. I know I'll be there. Bob Peterson will be there with me. Shotgun Bob's coming out to the show. Um, If people want to get in contact with you, what's the best way for people to find out more about the monster truck? The the best way is, is through Facebook. What's your guys' Facebook page? Uh, Diesel Monster Truck. Just search Diesel Monster Truck, and and it will come right up. That's so awesome. Well, I definitely appreciate you. for As well as going to XDP's page, that'll pull it right up. You can find out all the information either at XDP.com or on their Facebook page, my Facebook page. It all connects together, and and it's a great way to 
search. I am very personable as far as messages go. I will answer them if people have questions, so on and so forth. Well, I'll tell you what, fellows. It's Friday at 5 o'clock, and I'm ready to do a backflip myself. (laughs) Absolutely. This has been Paul Wilson. And I'm Danny Voss. Thanks for listening. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815 568 7920. That's 815 568 7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email Paul at DuramaxTuner.com or Danny at DuramaxTuner.com. And you drive up that small ramp, and when you hit the cars, you got to throttle into it and drive the back end all the way up the cars, and you'll get it to come around. <laughs> Did you catch that? Why the fuck would you try that? This sounds Why crazy. Wouldn't you try it? Why wouldn't you try it? The crowd, man. <laughs>